Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. I am Rudy Maxa, a.k.a. The Savvy Traveler, your genial host for two hours of travel talk today. Welcome to America's most widely syndicated radio travel show. Nice to have you aboard. Well, there's one group of people who think this is going to be an incredible history-making weekend for travel. I'm speaking, of course, of those folks who have predicted this weekend marks the start of the apocalypse. Uh, the man bankrolling much of the publicity on this matter says true believers will be transported to heaven beginning this evening, Saturday evenings, I broadcast to you live. Ladies and gentlemen, I think that is not a round-trip ticket. That's a one-way ticket. I guess we'll know if anyone makes that trip by the end of the weekend. In the meantime, we're going to spend some time taking a look at more common forms of travel today. We'll begin by reconsidering the Grand Tour, that European custom during the Victorian era when mainly young men traveled through Europe and elsewhere to garner a sense of culture. Turns out there was an X-rated aspect of the Georgian and Victorian eras that most of us don't, don't know about, and we'll hear about them today. And you've heard of staycations, staying at home instead of hitting the road. Well, one of my guests today is going to discuss mancations. It's a new word to me. What makes a great vacation for single men, and where should they go? And then the CEO of Expedia.com joins me to discuss the impact of mobile devices on travel and reveals a fairly extraordinary offer to travelers, all of us. You'll want to hear that one. But first, let's take a quick look at uh, a couple of travel news items this week. In case you think U.S. airlines are rolling in dough as they collect baggage and other new fees, well, you'd be wrong, at least this last quarter. The country's eight largest airlines suffered a collective net loss in the first quarter of 2011 of, get this, just over $1 billion. That's a shade more than last year's net loss of $985.7 million during that same quarter. Now, even though revenue and passenger loads did rise the first quarter, high fuel prices hit airlines hard during what is typically the industry's worst quarter. Alaska Airlines was the best performer, turning in a $74 million profit for the quarter. They were only joined, Alaska was only joined by Southwest and JetBlue and being able to boast about some black ink. The other five big boys, that would be United, Dash Continental, American, Delta, U.S. Airways, and Frontier, all posted losses. American had the worst balance sheet, losing $436 million. Well, if Kips, Kips, if Kicks just keep getting harder for you to find, maybe you should head to Toronto, where a first-of-its-kind extreme attraction opens this summer. It's the world's highest full-circle, hands-free walk around the ledge, I say the ledge, of Canada's National Tower. Now, that ledge is about 1,168 feet high. It's uh, nearly a mile high up into the air, and it's only five feet wide. Groups of six to eight visitors are invited to walk around that ledge led by a guide. Keep in mind, though, you've got nothing to hold on to, though you will wear a harness tethered to an overhead safety rail just in case a really big gust of wind passes by. I'd love to hear from someone in our audience who does this. So if you visit Toronto this summer and you take a stroll outside the Canada National Tower, drop me a descriptive email at rudy at rudymaxa.com or give me a ring at 800-387-8025. 
and we'll put you on the air and hear how it went. Well, we're a week away from Memorial Weekend, always a big travel time. More than six of ten Americans say it's important to get away from home, according to a recent USA Today Gallup poll. Laura Bly is an old friend of mine. She's also a travel writer with USA Today, and she joins me to give a glimpse of uh, what we can expect this weekend. Hey, Laura, welcome to the show. Hi, Rudy. How are you? Good. Well, I gather from your survey, high gas prices aren't necessarily keeping folks uh, in that staycation mode. You know, they're not. It's interesting. Three years ago, when the economy was tanking and gas was at an all-time high of $4.11 a gallon, Memorial Day trips were down by more than 10%. But not, not this year. This year... AAA is saying that almost 35 million of us are going to travel 50 miles or more from home, and that's the highest rate since 2007. I think people are just saying, you know what, we're going to go anyway. But they will be cutting way back, though, on the snow globes and the T-shirts and even restaurant meals. Uh, and, trip, you know, AAA does say that we're going to be spending about an average of just under $700 for the weekend trip, and that's about 100 bucks less than last year. So, we're, so we aren't staying home, but we're going to spend less. And we're looking for deals. How does and airfare, how do deals. air trips look? Well, airfares, uh, actually, that's going to be up this year. Um, more Americans are going to travel by air over Memorial Day. I think it's up about 11%, even though fares are up as well. So that's kind of a surprise. I mean, I guess your poll didn't measure the sentiment of why people are doing that, but I think I have to agree with you. People are going, you know, i got to boogie a little here. Exactly right. I mean, you know, as you said, 6 in 10 Americans, according to our USA Today Gallup poll done um, in April, said that it is important to get away from home this year. And of those who plan to travel, 71% are just expecting to pay more for transportation. And 44% say, you know what, we're going to pay more for food and lodging and entertainment. You know, we just, that's part of the game. I, I think uh, I think they're right about transportation. So obviously, uh, you, you, obviously, gas prices are way up. You just drive by the gas station and look at the big uh, uh, the big numbers. Yep. And airfares have have crept up, particularly uh, with the rise in fuel prices. But I do think people might be pleasantly surprised that hotel and motel prices haven't gone up as much. Is that uh, what you found as a travel journalist? Well, you know, AAA is expecting that hotel rates will actually be up five to ten percent over last year from Memorial Day. But there are ways to, to circumvent that. Um, I'm personally a big fan of Priceline. I use Priceline all the time. There's a new site out now called BiddingTraveler.com, which uh, kind of automates the bidding process for you if you don't want to take the time and effort to go back and make rebids. So that's a possibility. And then, you know, there are all these gas promotions that are out there now. They're out every year, but there are more of them, and they're out earlier. That's um, where a destination, a hotel, will pay you $50 or $100 exactly, toward your... Exactly. Right. In fact, there's about 300 inns across the country that are offering gas and public transportation vouchers as part of a B&B's Kick Gas campaign. And in Florida, where there's a lot of deals this summer, 10 Marriott's are offering $50 gas coupons for a two-night stay. So there are a lot of incentives out there. Laura, I appreciate your joining us. Laura Bly is a travel writer with USA Today. Thanks so much, Laura. Good to be with you. Take care.
And when Laura was talking about Priceline, I feel I know she was talking about the bidding aspect. If you go to Priceline, you can either look at their fixed rate uh, part of their website, or you can bid. And Laura was uh, referring to the bidding part. Um, you will not know the name of the hotel you'll stay at, but you can choose the city, the section of town, and the and the luxury level of a hotel in the in the bidding process. And I've got to tell you, I join Laura in saying that's that's uh, worth considering and taking a look at. When we return, we're going to take a new look at something else. It's what used to be called the Grand Tour when affluent young Europeans, uh, uh, it's what they did during the Victorian era and the Georgian era to some extent before they began a career. The Grand Tour was, was meant to imbue travelers with a sense of culture, but it turns out it wasn't all art and architecture. Stay with me when we talk to an author of the book called The Sinner's Grand Tour. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Attention savvy travelers, Rudy Maxa here. If you're like me, you can't afford to take chances when you travel. You need medical evacuation service that's dependable and won't cost you a fortune in hidden fees. You need MedJet Assist. As a member, if you're hospitalized over 150 miles from home, MedJet will arrange medical transfer to the hospital of your choice free of charge. Believe me, you won't find protection like this from any other company, which is why I'm a member. It's time to travel smarter. Visit TakeTripsNotChances.com and sign up today. MedJet Assist. Take trips, not chances. Oh, that's a great tasting light beer. It's really smooth. That is refreshing. That's Sam Adams Light. Its light amber color and smooth finish is what made Sam Adams Light the first light beer to win a gold medal in Germany. The amazingly smooth taste comes from our unique aging process. Pop open a Sam Light today. Sam Adams Light, the perfect light beer when you want to enjoy each sip. Ah, delicious. Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass. Save the responsibility. Here's another question from the Geico Savings Mailbag. David from St. Paul writes, My son's wondering if he'll come to his class so he can get extra credit on his biology test. Extra credit? Well, if there are any questions on that test about who can make it easy to save money by combining your RV and car insurance... Which is an unlikely question for a biology test. Then the answer is Geico. True. For all other questions about RV insurance, I like to guess answer G, E-I-C-O. Call GEICO or visit GEICO.com today to see how much our multi-policy discount could save you. AutoZone. Make your engine last longer with help from AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. If you want to get the most miles out of your engine, then change your oil on time every time. Do it now and save at AutoZone. Get a 5-plus quart oil change jug of Castrol GTX conventional motor oil and a Bosch oil filter for only $18.99. And when you're finished, just bring us your used oil and we'll recycle it free of charge. Get to AutoZone today and get more miles out of your engine. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Join Rudy Maxa. Call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. 18 minutes after the hour, and this portion of the show is brought to you by our friends at Colette Vacations. You can join the radio show and me for a 12-day France Magnifique tour. That's what Colette's calling it. Uh, it begins on September 29th, and we're going to tour quite a bit of France in 12 days. Uh, we're going to start in Paris. We're going to hit Normandy, a little bit of the old Loire Valley, go down to... 
uh, Provence and see where uh, some of the great artists painted and even drop into Monte Carlo, say hi to the new royal couple. Uh, join me. This is a, a trip in adventure, culture, and romance. We're going to have some great food and some great wine. And uh, Colette's got a special deal going on where you'll save $700 per couple because the round-trip companion airfare is just $400. And if you've been comparing European airfares now, you know $400 is quite incredible. You can learn more and book your reservation by calling 800-762-5345. That's 800-762-5345. Or you can go to the show website at rudymaxa.com, scroll on down that homepage and click on the Colette Vacation box, and you'll see a day-by-day breakdown of the France Magnifique Tour. Love to have you aboard. Uh, Tony Perrette is a Australian board, an Australian-born journalist. He's written for Smithsonian Magazine, The New York Times, Condé Nast Traveler, written several books. He's a regular guest on the History Channel. And he's got a new book out titled, with a very provocative title, called The Spinner's Grand Tour. Now, uh, Tony uh, was a guy who went to, uh, according to his uh, book, to a hardline Irish Catholic school in Sydney, Australia, where he was taught that the ancient Greeks were... Uh, Lofty philosophers, Renaissance popes were cultured patrons of the arts, Georgian aristocrats were demure scientists and scholars, and all those Edwardian writers who moved to Capri were just interested in the scenery. Uh, That's how uh, uh, Tony describes it. Um, But however, he writes also that now the entire continent is still littered with secret boudoirs, perverse relics, and ancient dungeons relative that were all created during that era and uh, the sinners grand tour i think i said spinners i meant sinners the sinners grand tour is uh, uh tony's personal journey with his family he took his wife and his two children age 10 and 3 to both sons on a journey through the historical underbelly of europe the subtitle of his book tony it's a long introduction but it's an important one nice to have you on the show oh thanks for having me so would you wake up one morning and go, you know what, all that stuff I learned in high school was just fine, but there had to be another side, a more human side to this. Well, it slowly dawned on me that uh, history wasn't quite as dull as they were uh, presenting it. And uh, I've always been a, a, a big traveler, and as I traveled around, I would actually I would come up with these sort of little secrets and little pieces of information that uh, were scattered around. And uh, I soon realized that uh, the Grand Tour, when it happened in the 18th and 19th century, uh, it wasn't just to go into the great cultural to the museums and to uh, you know the wonderful statues, but there was this whole other level. It was part of a, a broader education, and that meant uh, going to somewhat uh, more salacious uh, destinations and having sort of adventures in the outside world. Like Miss Falkland's Temple of Love on St. James Square in London. A wonderful place, apparently. <laughs> uh, and the, the British were very much into these uh, these sex clubs. Uh, we don't really realize, we sort of imagine that uh, sex was invented in uh, 1968. But uh, in fact, uh, a lot of the things that were going on in the 18th century were incredibly raunchy. And these and they would have these, these gentlemen's clubs and uh, aristocratic women would join in as well, where they were all, would all gather and have these extraordinary sort of uh, parties. And this sort of prepared them. They would spread the word about the various attractions that were in France and Italy. And, uh, and so the, uh, the young gentlemen, mostly it was young gentlemen, would go off on the, these, these journeys to Paris and to Provence and to Venice and to Rome. And they would, uh, they would definitely take in all the wonderful sights, you know, that was part of their, uh, part of their education. But they saw it as a broader sort of uh, adventure. Now, how, how did you know, decide where to go, first of all? And second of all, can the rest of us do at least part of your Sinner's Grand Tour? Well, 
I, the itinerary was actually very uh, rigidly set out in um, in the 18th and 19th century. There was like a very it was a very clearly accepted um, you know number of attractions that people would go to, and, uh, and the great thing is that you can follow it today, and you can follow very you can find various things. If you go to Paris, for example, um, I followed a um, uh, 1883 prostitute guide, which was published and uh, handed around you know to people so that they could go to the find the most luxurious brothels, for example, and you can still go and find these places. If you go to Provence um, on your, um, your, your your upcoming trip to France, you can go to uh, the little town of Lacoste, a little village uh, where the Marquis de Sade used to live and his chateau is still there. It was actually recently purchased by Pierre Cardin, the, uh, uh, you know, the, the fashion king, uh, who's going to turn 89 in July. And he holds, in the Marquis de Sade's honour, he holds a arts festival every year, every July. This year it's um, July the 15th. It's an extraordinary experience. You go there and it's like he, you see, the Marquis de Sade, apart from his other bizarre interests, was a great uh, theatre lover. So Pierre Cardin has put on this show. So there's these wonderful sort of connections that you can still have. If you go to Venice, uh, the Casanova sites are quite hard to find, but you can go into the Doge's Palace and there's a thing called the Secret Itinerary, which you can sign up for, and it'll take you into the back rooms, up into the attic, where Casanova was actually imprisoned in 1755, and he became the only person to escape in this extraordinary uh, and daring uh, uh, adventure going across the rooftops of, uh, of the Doge's Palace. Uh, again, if you go to Rome, for example, um, the Vatican, uh, everyone can get into the Vatican Museums, but with a little bit of uh, investigation, you can get uh, special passes to go into the Vatican Gardens, to go into these sort of hidden areas. Uh, you can't get, I managed to get into a, uh, a rather fallacious room that had um, been decorated with erotica by uh, Raphael in 1516. You were in the Vatican this is, Inside the Vatican, yes. It's the Pope's pornographic bathroom, in fact. Um, uh, and it's, uh, but, it's, it, but the thing is, it was done in this extreme. What happened in 1516 was the, um, you know, the artists were obsessed with the pagan world, and so they had just uncovered Nero's golden house, which was covered with this sort of eye-popping uh, uh, erotica. But uh, the, the, um, the cardinal who was living in where, basically in the, in the papal apartments now, uh, hired his old friend Raphael to paint this, this bathroom, and he used these images, which are quite, um, quite striking. And it was this legendary room that, uh, you know, for, for centuries Catholic scholars could, could sometimes talk their way into. Uh, but it was very rare. At one stage it was painted over, another time it was used as a kitchen. But when Raphael's reputation went up in the 19th century, it was, it was restored. But it's very, very difficult to get into because it's right next to the room where basically the, pape, the Pope has his, uh, his official audiences. So um, you know, when I went, I, through various, many endless sort of applications, using my credentials as, you know, the esteemed uh, scholar for the Smithsonian Magazine and uh, the New York Times and all these other, uh, you know, every, every possible connection I could think of, finally they decided it was easier to let me in than to, they probably just wanted me to shut up, but they finally <laughs> let me in. And uh, just for 10 minutes in between a meeting with a, a minister and, uh, you know, some other head of state that was coming in. So it was this extraordinary experience to go in there and to see this, this, this little room decorated with this extravagant uh, classical uh, uh, erotica. Our uh, extraordinary investigator of a guest is Tony, uh, journalist Tony uh, Parate. His new book is called The Sinner's Grand Tour, A Journey Through the Historical Underbelly of Europe. we got a few minutes left, Tony. I, I didn't know that the Grand Tour was, was such a specific itinerary. Tell me about that. Yeah, I think they, what happened was they, uh, they, they, it was very much an English thing, and the Americans came along in the 19th century and, and joined in. But there was very much a, a communal idea of what the, 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 the sources of culture were. And... 
Oh, pardon me. Um, and in uh, and Paris and Provence, and especially Italy was the goal. So it was, it was very much like uh, this fashion for uh, for Italy was you know particularly strong, and uh, they, they they didn't have this tradition of needing to go and have these wild uh, experiences that were that. Um, you know, that no one else had, that we have today. It's much more a romantic tradition. It was more a, a shared sort of culture. So they wanted to go to the Louvre. They wanted to go to, uh, you know, the Vatican Museums. They wanted to go to the Capitoline Museums and to go to Capri because everyone else had done that. And they could come back to dinner parties and they could discuss what they had, what they had seen and what they had done. These days, there's much more a romantic tradition uh, where, where we want to go off and we want to go to the last place in New Guinea or the fine, you know, be the, the, you know, the first one up this mountain or to go somewhere that no one else has ever been. So it's kind of a different tradition. And, uh, you know, uh, it's a bit of a conflict now, I think, because we also want to go to these, um, uh, to, to, you know, to the places that everyone else has been to, yet we sort of get a little frustrated that suddenly three million other people have had the same idea of going to the Louvre on the same day that we want to go. So there's kind of this, and, and travel writing really plays off this, you know, and it's like, in fact, much of travel writing is about, you know, going to the New Guinea highlands and finding, you know, there's an ATM machine or something like that. And that sort of creates this comic, uh, comic thing. So, I mean, I think what, what we need to do is uh, is to accept that everybody wants to go to you know the, the pyramids and everyone wants to go to the Parthenon and everyone wants to go to uh, into Rome because that is part of a shared culture. And then, and, but then also, the, to me, the exciting thing is to find within these very very well known places there's still these extraordinary uh, little places that you can go. These little secrets that are there. And to me, and this is definitely my Irish Catholic upbringing, I think that I find you know finding you know discovering these little places gives me a sense of achievement and excitement. I quite like these very furtive little places. And you can find those furtive little places in Tony uh, Parate's new book. It's called The Sinner's Grand Tour, A Journey Through the Historical Underbelly of, uh, of Europe. It's published by Broadway Press. Hey, Tony, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. We'll be right back. Fabulous stuff. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Here's a terrific excursion that can't be missed. And if you book your reservations now, you'll save $700 per couple. Join the radio show and me for a fun vacation that includes adventure, culture, European romance, great food and wine. The 12-Day France Magnifique Tour begins September 29th. We'll explore Paris, Nice, Avignon, Normandy, the French Riviera, Monaco, and more. Call Colette Vacations at 800-762-5345. That's 800-762-5345. Or go to RudyMaxa.com. Companion airfare is just $399. Amdro Ant Block presents the Household Ant Requiem. If ants invading your home have you shrieking an unpleasant tune, sprinkle Amdro Ant Block around the perimeter of your home to block ants from entering. Ant Block creates a fortress that kills problem ants on the outside so they can't come inside. And that's music to a homeowner's ears. Look for Ant Block and the entire line of Amdro Kills Ants products at amdro.com. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. 
Welcome back to the show. It is about 33 after the hour. So you're a single guy. You want to take a vacation. You want to go someplace, you know, that's exciting. You might want to meet someone else while you're over there. You want a little bit of culture. You want a little bit of excitement. You might want to go to a website called askmen.com. It's uh, one of the top websites for uh, single guys and all kinds of stuff about health and uh, uh, how to design the perfect bachelor pad, that sort of thing. We're joined right now by James Bissell, excuse me, James Bassel, I'm sorry, who is the editor-in-chief of AskMen.com, because the website just uh, named the top 29 cities to visit if you're a single guy looking for an exciting trip. James, welcome to the show. Hey, Rudy, how are you? Thanks for having me. First of all, thank you for coming. Uh, first of all, uh, how did you? Uh, what criteria did you use to uh, to choose these cities? So we had two sets of criteria. One kind of standard holiday criteria, so stuff like weather, the prices of hotels and restaurants, and everything else. And then we had our guy-specific stuff, which took into account things like women, the ratio of women to men, how kind of open-minded these women are, as attested to by our, our local freelancers and editors, uh, sports. Are there great sports teams to watch? Because you have a great experience watching an iconic derby match or something like that. Uh, culture, nightlife, the, the, the kind of things that guys really take into account when they're on a holiday and give them the foundation for stories to tell to their friends later. Terrific. Now, on a more calculated radio show, the host might wait, make you wait till the end of the hour to tell you what the top five cities are, but I'm going to read them off right now. According to AskMen.com, the top five cities for a single guy to visit in this year, 2011, are number five, London, number four, New York City, number three, Miami. So that's those two in the United States. Uh, number two, Buenos Aires in Argentina, and number one, Barcelona in Spain. Barcelona came in number one. Have you been there yourself, James? I myself haven't been there. Are um, you single? No, I'm not. I'm married. Well, so there's um, no reason for you to go. Well, there's a lot of reason for me to go, I think. <laughs> if, you know, single guy, uh, single or taken or single or married or whatever else. I mean, Barcelona, Buenos Aires, first of all, there's a really kind of tight race between the two. There's a lot of similarities between the top two cities and even the top three cities. Um, Buenos Aires has a lot of the kind of elements that a lot of second cities do. And now there's got maybe a smaller city, a smaller population, but a more vibrant culture for it, uh, a more kind of nightlife culture for it. And, you know, across the spectrum in terms of our categories, weather, women, culture, sports, really Barcelona ticked off all the boxes. Well, well, as you say, the top three, <clears throat> excuse me, Barcelona, Buenos Aires, and Miami have a very, uh, very big uh, Latina element to them. Uh, yeah. Obviously, uh, uh, Barcelona was uh, founded by, uh, not founded by, but uh, heavily populated by uh, Mediterranean folks, folks from Spain, folks from Italy. Uh, Barcelona is Spain, and Miami has the biggest Hispanic uh, population at, at, uh, as well. I wonder if that's a coincidence. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, I think on the one hand, there's definitely a Mediterranean lifestyle that informs the, the, all of these cities. And in going through the list and kind of going through the final list, we found a lot of other Spanish cities and, and Latin cities cropping up throughout. And, you know, with Spanish cities particularly, we wondered how much the economy had to do with making it appealing destinations for this year. And that there are kind of cheaper places to go to. And poor economies, in a, in a funny way, lead to vibrant cultures. Uh, something that we see in Miami specifically, where there was this condo bust, all the housing prices went down, and suddenly there's this room for this other kind of population inside, you know, central Miami and downtown, midtown Miami, which has really added a more interesting dimension to the city. 
No question. I mean, the, the most expensive city in that top five is London, followed by New York, uh, obviously. Um, I noticed that way down at the bottom of your list of 29 is Amsterdam, which uh, certainly is famous for its red light district. That I haven't, I haven't been there back in, back in several years, but I gather that, that that is beginning to disappear. But I was surprised to find it way down at number 29. Yeah, you know, I think that it has to do with what you were just saying, that, that the, not that the red light district is vanishing, but it's definitely a clampdown that's happening with, with the new mayor, and it's becoming less of a party town. I mean, it's all relative. It's still a crazy party town relative to anything that you'll find in, in, in North America, right? Right, um, and they, their coffee shops serve more than coffee. Yeah, exactly. It's just that maybe it's not the same party town it was a couple of years ago. Uh, and with a lot of other new cities that are emerging destinations, it's tough for a small destination like Amsterdam to stay locked on the list year to year. I mean, London, New York, Paris, these are world-class cities. They're going to be rocking cities, whether it's 2011 or 2015 or 1975. But smaller cities like Amsterdam, they're, they're more kind of prone to, to trends and to, to travel trends, in short. Exactly. And not all male travel has to do with sex and parties, and it doesn't have to be necessarily for single men. I mean, you've got great culture in, in Paris and, and, uh, uh, and other cities on your list. Yeah, and food, too. Food was a big factor. We know it's a big factor for our readers. When they're on holiday, they're ready to splurge a bit on restaurants. They want to have food experiences. And in certain cities like San Sebastian, which is on the list almost strictly for that reason. That's great. I, I, I'm a big food traveler myself. Hey, uh, James, I thank you for putting together the list, and I would commend if, uh, you know what, even if you're a woman. I mean, women like to go to men's cities. I'd go to askmen.com, check out the list of the 29 cities to visit in 2011. And, uh, James, thanks for taking the time to put together the list and spending part of your weekend with me. Thanks, Rudy. Have a, have a good weekend. You as well. Askmen.com. As I say, you don't have to be a man to go there. I know lots of men who read, read Cosmopolitan magazine in uh, furthering their attempts to understand women, and, I, and I, can, I can empathize with that. You're listening to Rudy Max's World. When we come back in just a moment, uh, I'm going to have a few deals of the week for you. And then at the end of the hour, the CEO of Expedia.com will have a deal, too. Plus, he's going to talk about how mobile devices are changing the way we travel. to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Julia Rubenstein tests bullfrog sunblock at the lake all summer long. My husband jokes that I should be the poster child for sunscreen. I am blonde, blue-eyed, and extremely fair-skinned. I use bullfrog marathon mist. It's just been a wonderful product. It dries within seconds. It's also sweat-proof and waterproof. I truly believe Bullfrog is better. I even have my dermatologist recommending it now. Bullfrog Sunblock, the toughest waterproof protection under the sun. Based on testing standards, use as directed. AutoZone. Make your engine last longer with help from AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. If you want to get the most miles out of your engine, then change your oil on time every time. Do it now and save at AutoZone. Get a 5-plus quart oil change jug of Castrol GTX conventional motor oil and a Bosch oil filter for only $18.99. And when you're finished, just bring us your used oil and we'll recycle it free of charge. Get to AutoZone today and get more miles out of your engine. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Amdro Ant Block presents the Household Ant Requiem. Ooh, 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 ooh. Ugh. 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 
If ants invading your home have you shrieking an unpleasant tune, sprinkle Amdro Ant Block around the perimeter of your home to block ants from entering. Ant Block creates a fortress that kills problem ants on the outside so they can't come inside. And that's music to a homeowner's ears. Look for Ant Block and the entire line of Amdro Kills Ants products at amdro.com. Give your car a showroom shine that turns heads with help from AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. No one wants to find wash me written in the dirt on their car. For a deep mirror-like shine, gleaming wheels, and black tires that get the right kind of attention, you need to get to AutoZone. Right now, get your choice of any two Eagle One products for just $7. That's right, two for $7. See store for details. Turn heads every time you hit the road. Get to AutoZone today. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Here's another question from the Geico Savings Mailbag. David from St. Paul writes, My son's wondering if he'll come to his class so he can get extra credit on his biology test. Extra credit? Well, if there are any questions on that test about who can make it easy to save money by combining your RV and car insurance... Which is an unlikely question for a biology test. Then the answer is Geico. True. For all other questions about RV insurance, I like to guess answer G. E-I-C-O. Call GEICO or visit GEICO.com today to see how much our multi-policy discount could save you. Here's a terrific excursion that can't be missed. And if you book your reservations now, you'll save $700 per couple. Join the radio show and me for a fun vacation that includes adventure, culture, European romance, great food and wine. The 12-day France Magnifique Tour begins September 29th. We'll explore Paris, Nice, Avignon, Normandy, the French Riviera, Monaco, and more. Call Colette Vacations at 800-762-5345. That's 800-762-5345. Or go to RudyMaxa.com. Companion airfare is just $3.99. This segment of the program is brought to you by MedJet Assist. Unlike other evacuation services, only MedJet Assist lets you decide which hospital will be your final destination. Regardless of the nature of your illness or injury, if you're hospitalized while traveling, they'll be there for you. So take trips, not chances, and visit MedJetAssist.com or go to RudyMaxa.com and look under radio sponsors for more info. I go nowhere without my MedJet card, believe me, and it has served me well on one occasion, and that one occasion made it all worthwhile. Check out uh, MedJetAssist.com or MedJet.com, and uh, uh, you can also link to them through our website on the sponsor page or on the homepage. Uh, RudyMaxa.com is the radio show website. That's where you can go hear podcasts of past shows. Delighted to have you visit. Listen, uh, this may come as news to you, but National Donut Day falls on the first Friday in June every year. Yeah, that's right. That means June 3rd is National Donut Day. Mark that on your calendar. You have an obligation to eat a donut that day. Now, if you happen to be in New Orleans any Friday in June, uh, you might want to stop by the restaurant at the New Orleans Marriott. It's called 555. Every Friday in June, the 555 restaurant at the New Orleans Marriott is going to offer complimentary beignets, which is a New Orleans version of the donut, with your breakfast order. So if you're in New Orleans on a Friday in June, you got to have breakfast. That's the place to go for some complimentary beignets. Well, I got a really interesting deal of the week for you. Let's ask uh, uh, Wayne to cue the sound effects here. There it is. We spend we 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 spare no amount of money in our budget to create that cash register sound effect. Well, this is sort of an interesting deal here. This is for one. This is one for everybody who happens to like the rock group called Kiss. 
Yes, they're still around. You saw them in the uh, Dr. Pepper uh, commercials, A Little Kiss of Cherry, that features kids in kiss costumes. Um, that showed during the opening of the 2011 Super Bowl a few months ago. Uh, today, KISS fans are known as the KISS Army, and they love to dress up like the KISS characters. They have conventions. They buy and trade collectible, collectible bobblehead dolls and T-shirts and ball caps and masks and trading cards and pictures and other kissabilia, as they call it. Uh, if you go to the KISS Army Facebook page, you'll find KISS has 4 million members. Okay, so what's that got to do with traveling? Well... If you've always wanted to miss, excuse me, miss, miss Kiss, then don't listen to the rest of this. If you've always wanted to meet Kiss, consider taking a cruise with, uh, uh, with the band. Uh, this is a Carnival Destiny cruise. That's the name of the ship, Carnival Destiny. It'll sail out of Miami on October 13th and return on the 17th of this year. So October 13th through 17th, it's, going, it's being called the Kiss Cruise, and cruise is spelled with a K. That's important because when I give you the website, you've got to remember to spell cruise with a K instead of a C. It's called the Kiss Cruise Wet, Wild, and Rockin'. It's in the planning stage right now. There are going to be additional bands, as many as 10 to 20 different bands on board for the four-day cruise. Uh, Kiss will definitely be there. You know that Gene Simmons, that axe-wielding, fire-breathing bass player uh, uh, with the long tongue, and Paul Stanley, the vocalist and the guitar player, um, uh, will be there. Uh, Eric Singer is on the lead guitar and Tommy Taylor is on the drums. They're replacements for uh, the two original members of Chris. But uh, the big names, Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley, will be on this cruise. So if you're one of the four million folks who are part of the uh, uh, KISS Army uh, and uh, are, are so designated by linking at the Facebook page, you might want to consider taking a cruise with Chris. It goes from October 13th to the 17th. It'll be aboard Carnival uh, Cruise Lines. It's called the Wet, Wild, and Rockin' uh, Tour. Prices begin at $895 to $1,100 per person for inside cabins. That's that's not a great price for a four-day cruise, but it's not a bad price, particularly if you're nuts about uh, KISS. Who cares how much it costs if you can see Paul Stanley in person? Um, balcony cabins are $1,400 to $2,000 per person, depending on their location and availability. Discounts are available for kids under 14 and for military, although I don't think if you're in the KISS Army that necessarily qualifies you for a military discount. This is for legitimate military personnel. Uh, you can go as a single traveler. There's a, uh, a slight discount for folks who pay up front, too, about 5% off if you pay now. Now, uh, I think that kids under 14 discount doesn't really matter because attendees must be at least 21 years old to go on this cruise. Or else, oh, I see, they may be accompanied by a guardian who's at least 25 or older. So if you've got a 14-year-old uh, or under kid who's a member of the KISS Army, God bless you. No, uh, uh, they can go on the cruise. Now, pre-sales registration have already started at the Chris, Chris, KISS Cruise website. You can find that at thekisscruise.com. Cruise is spelled with a K, thekisscruise.com. And Chris Army members are receiving first priority for pre-sales, although anyone can register for them. Uh, those who register and receive uh, pre-booking information by email uh, before the end of this month will be able to book the cruise on June 2nd. Regular sales will begin June 7th. If your station's leaving at this hour, we'll see you next weekend for more Travel Talk. Otherwise, stick around. Got a whole other hour of travel coming up. Woo! 
Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. This segment of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by Service Magic. Now you can hire pre-screened home pros with confidence for repairs, remodeling, plumbing needs, maid services, and so much more. Visit www.homebuild411.servicemagic.com. That's homebuild411.servicemagic.com. At, uh, in Las Vegas this week at a uh, convention of travel executives, I had the opportunity to interview the CEO of Expedia.com. His name is Dara Kastroshahi. And I asked him if these days most travelers made reservations using uh, mobile devices. I'm not sure about most, but certainly a high percentage of, re of reservations are going to move on to mobile platforms. Just this year, for the first time, there were more smartphones sold in the U.S. than PCs. So clearly, more and more people are using their phones. I don't know about you, but if I leave my house without my phone, I feel like I'm missing a limb. And I think more and more people are, are coming to that. And, and what's interesting about uh, mobile is we're seeing a different kind of behavior from the mobile booker than the PC booker. Tell me about that. The PC booker is more considered, more planned. You're going to plan your summer vacation. You go to tons of sites. You do your comparison shopping, et cetera. And that booking is typically... Uh, weeks in advance or months in advance. What we're seeing with a mobile booker is there are a ton of people showing up, maybe they're traveling salespeople, uh, showing up in a city without a place to stay. They look at their mobile phone now and, they, and we're able to offer them deals, what are the hotels within five miles of where I am and what are the best prices there, and they're booking for that night or the next day. It's a very different kind of behavior. So I think that you have to look for PCs serve a certain purpose if you want to do deeper research, et cetera. If you want something quick, fast, now, I think that's going to trans translate onto mobile. Well, there, there are several new sites. I think of one, you probably know it. You, I'm sure you keep your eye on it much even, even more closely than I do. Hotel Tonight, yes. which at noon in various cities will put three hotels, a hip hotel, so-called, a fancy, fancier hotel and sort of a budget hotel on sale that day because mm -hmm. they found out from the hotel's you know, they, don't, they have too many unsold rooms, and here's the deal. Will Expedia, do you suppose, move to that faster sort of, here it is right now. We know who needs to sell inventory, uh, and we can give it to you right away. I think one of the, the keys that we focus on is getting great value for consumers. They certainly expect that from the Internet, uh, from mobile. And we've got, uh, we're an Internet company, but we've got 1,000 people in the field talking to hotels, securing inventory, et cetera. And I think that that hotel tonight is a really interesting way of delivering uh, inventory over mobile. We're more focused more broadly. So, for example, Expedia now is launching our summer sale. We have 11,000 hotels on sale on a nationwide basis, on a worldwide basis, and you get terrific deals there. So we're much more uh, interested right now in getting a broader deal set rather than a narrow de deal set to consumers. It must be difficult on a, something as small as an iPhone or, or, or an Android phone to display packages, which I know is very important mm -hmm. to Expedia and, and mm -hmm. your competition as well, because you can put together hotel, rental car, airfare, and the sum of the parts is, uh, is much less to the consumer uh, yeah, because you can, you can negotiate discounts. Yeah. How do you display that on a little unit? I think that the, the mobile booker right now is going to be more focused on very simple transactions. I want a hotel tonight. 
help them book that hotel, help save money uh, on that on that basis. Or uh, I got to the airport, my flight is delayed or canceled. What can I do? So that's what we're going to focus on. Very simple, quick hit transactions. I think at some point it may transition into package, et cetera, but I do think that what we'll be more focused on is what's the new unique way for people to save money on mobile as well. And there's certainly an audience out there. Every two seconds now, someone is uploading an Expedia or Hotels.com app. So lots and lots of people are interested in it. We just have to solve how do you deliver the best stuff for our consumers. Save me time as a consumer, and I do a lot of speaking to the public on travel issues and so on, and they always want to know what's the cheapest website. Yeah. I know there is no one silver bullet, but what you, Expedia owns Hotels.com. Yes. If I'm looking for a hotel, should I go to Expedia or Hotels.com? I don't know what the difference is. Yeah, so uh, Expedia is, the best way to save on Expedia is for you to book a package, as you said. When you put an air and a hotel together, an air ticket hotel car together, um, we combine the price. And as a result, we're able to show you prices that aren't available on an individual basis. And that's what Expedia, that's a role that Expedia plays. Hotels.com is much more simple. Hotel, fast, I want a deal on a hotel, or I want a particular hotel as well. Lots of people come to Hotels.com for convenience, and we have a great membership program there. You book 10 hotels, you get one free. So depending on the consumer and what their wants and needs are, we have different brands. Another really interesting brand in the family is Hotwire, where if you're a consumer and you're willing to trade off flexibility, you want to stay at a four-star hotel in New York City you don't, and in Midtown, you don't care exactly what hotel it is, you can save 40 50% off of retail rates by booking through Hotwire and giving up a bit of flexibility or a bit of pre-knowledge. By being general in your request. Yeah, you say it's a four-star hotel, and, and we'll let you know it's a real four-star hotel. And our users, if our users stay there and say, you know, this doesn't feel like four stars to me, we will move that hotel down. Uh, so there's a bit of trust in the brand. There's a bit of trust in the user community. But if you're more flexible, you can save money. That's really helpful advice to a consumer on how to shop, because even as a fairly sophisticated travel guy who lives and breathes this stuff, I'm always going, well, I don't know. Should I go to, you know, hotels? Should I go to Expedia? That is a... Uh, or should I go to Hotwire? Yeah. That's interesting. And let me just get real fine here. Would I find the same price on Expedia for the same hotel that I would find on Hotwire? Uh, no. Excuse me, on Hotels.com. You would typically find uh, similar prices, but we do run different promotions. So, for example, Hotels.com is part of the summer sale. You book a hotel more than three nights, average of 150 bucks a night. We'll get you a Kindle. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.